Okay, there we go. Hey now. How about Rod Stewart? There's a song, um, Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. I don't know that one. It's kind of... You, would, you wouldn't hear the song Broken Arrow and then think that. But it's... It's a good song. It's a love song. It's a Rod Stewart song? Yes. Is that what we're getting at? It's a love song. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's, does this work? Did you hear anything? No, I heard nothing. Got Kevin a new device. Got him a little, little bag. <laughs> That's what you were getting at. Okay. I don't like that it made noise when you did it, though. What the hell is that? You can rap. <laughs> it's not supposed to do that. <laughs> Leave it to Kev to do that. He broke it. I really don't like that. Because we used it once, and it works just fine. you got to turn the volume up on my button. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I don't have to do it. No wonder. Okay. Time to get settled. Kev has a sound effect. He needs a sound effect. He's got to test it. Fuck you. There it is. There it is. Just trying. <laughs> Sorry, Rod. Didn't want him to ruin your song. But. Yeah. So, so, Kev, it was a really interesting week. Yes, it has been. I mean, and beyond. Today, too, driving here to get here. What a... I'll talk about that a little bit. Man, I, I'll tell you, like I told you before, when we were getting here, I, I mean, I drive an F-150, so I went to school in Maine, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not afraid to drive in the snow and pretty good at it, right? Right. I know my vehicle's limitations, though, where I don't think anyone on the roads right now understands the limitations of their of their vehicles. They're out there with little vroom, 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 you know, the kazoo Hondas and, and the minivans and whatnot. Front wheel drive, you know what I mean? And driving here, going up by Diane's Pets, that hill right there, and a yep. woman in a minivan thinks she's going to bust up that hill and she's going super slow. I'm like, she's never going to make it. What did I do? Get in the left hand part of the road just because I know I was going to have to go around her. I was like, this woman, she's probably like, what a jerk. I'm like, it's your stupidity to think that you're going to go up the hill in a minivan doing less than a mile an hour. 100% true. Never going to work. And there was, I stopped at uh, Sheets to get a coffee and the the woman, so nice, the heavy set woman with the blonde hair, she's super sweet. And she was like, let's yeah, call her Selma. That could be her name. I don't know. But she was like, yeah, I've heard there's already three accidents. So I go to get on 176 to come here, and I, <laughs> you're just sitting. Just sitting. I sent you a picture. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it was all I had to Might do. Might be get, late. All I had to do was get on 176, and I was just, oh. It was, it was at Perkium and Avenue was bad, too. Dude, I'll never understand it, because I like, I'm just, I'm, I'm always prepared for this crap. Are you? I am. With your little car? With my little, I the only time in my your car call could, it, your car could fit in the back of my pickup truck. I know. <laughs> the only time in my forty years of driving that I got stuck in snow or anything, okay, was when I was married. My father-in-law loaned us his car because Lisa's car was in the shop. His car was rear-wheel drive. The parking lot of the complex where we lived, okay? Level. I couldn't get that friggin' thing to move. Really? Because it had snowed, I swear was to you. Was it stick? No. It wouldn't move. There was ice under it. So I had to do yeah, all well, kinds of stuff to get it loose. It doesn't matter if you're front-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, or, or, or just rear-wheel. If you're on ice, it's not going to matter. But I hate front-wheel drive cars. I hate them. Yeah. All they said, I, I had a, what, back when I used to do sales out of our excellent location, I had one of those uh, four-door sedan um, Grand Prix. I screwed up the steering rods on it because I was pulling around to go into an ATM and it just right? slid right into it and it just messed everything up. I, I hate, I hate front-wheel drive. 
Hate it. I love it. I think it's amazing. I, I again, I've never had an issue. I, you know, I've I've taken front wheel drive cars in very deep snow, and actually plowed <laughs> in front of my old house. Okay, I owned a uh, what the hell was it? It was it was like a ninety eight Escort is what it was, Escort's and we got a we got a shit ton of snow. It's because wheelbase, my friend. Wheelbase. That's why Jeeps are awesome in the snow. I had a 98 uh, Jeep Wrangler, and I had a four-door Jeep. Yep. And they kick butt because the wheelbase, the same thing with your little car now. Yep. But I we I had to get rid of my four-door Jeep because we had a second child, and there was no room in the four-door Jeep for two car yep. seats and a big old fat black lab. And uh, so I got a minivan, and that damn thing was horrible in the rain. Yep. Everyone's like, Kevin drove a minivan? In fact, one of my friends who... Uh, recently passed uh, of cancer not recently but about four or five years ago uh, she was a good friend of mine and uh, she had worked at a place down in King of Prussia and Brent Selleck's wife the tight end for the well the old tight end for the Eagles used to come in and get work done on her face or whatever this place or whatever and so I got a bunch of stuff signed by him and I went to go pick it up and I pulled up in a minivan she was like Kevin that is not the vehicle I thought you'd be driving. <laughs> I'm like, well, you got to do what you got to do. It's amazing what men will do for their families. Tough cookies, honey. Driving a minivan. Right. Man, it was nice, man, just rolling. But if there was any bad weather, forget about it. Dude, I, I, it doesn't matter. I, I just put my head down and go. I, You're going to call gonna me ever on the way home stop. tonight and be like, hey, uh, I slid off the road and I can't go anywhere. Can you come get me? Kevin, I do not slide off of roads. There's plenty of people that already have today. And it, was, it there were so many cars, too. It was like everybody got a, left or, uh, got let out early. I know our kids did. Is Actually, that what, Oh, did they? I yeah, there was, they got let out at 11. Just as the snow started. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And the funny part was, is I was leaving to come here. Well, it's not funny. So it was a little bit afternoon. And the little kids were getting dropped off of the bus in my neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm like, of all the things, I don't know why they do this first. Why do why are the uh, older kids getting dropped off first and not the younger kids? I don't know that answer. Like it's always been that way. Like I don't understand that. Like why are you dropping? Oh, because they go in earlier. I get that, but everybody's getting home early. No, but they go in earlier. So in order to get credit for the day, you get those early students home. Then you take the later students home. Then everybody mm. gets credit for the day. That's a guess. That's purely a I'm guess. Just, I, you're probably right, but I'm just talking as a safety concern. Wouldn't you rather get the kids that are little home before you'd get the older kids home? Kids are kids, man. I mean, at least if something happened to the bus. Yeah. And all the kids have to get off. Which would you rather get off the bus and be able to trek home? Seniors, <laughs> senior high kids and junior high kids or kids in elementary school? It'd be like herding cats, dude. <laughs> I guess the hope is the, that it never comes to that. But everything comes down. And they to just want to, yeah, they, right, exactly. I mean, they just they just want to get their 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 days in, so they don't have to go until June seventh instead of June sixth. Right, and uh, somebody might miss a vacation. But it's, can yeah, you, can you imagine that school bus driver? <laughs> that poor bastard's there, like, okay, I got to get off these all these kids off the bus, and it's all like. Elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. That means some sixth graders are going to be in control. <laughs> wow. And at what point? And the snow has gotten progressively worse from 11 o'clock on. That's my point. It's like something. I don't necessarily think people think things through. Yes, I get the grade, the day. But like I just said, would you rather have to uh, round up seniors and junior high kids or elementary school kids? I would hope to not have, <laughs> have to, to wrangle do, any of them. I don't want to wrangle any of the kids. I couldn't be a teacher. I just wouldn't have the patience for it. But it just seems like a, it would be a safer, safer option to get the littles home before the big kids. So the at what point in, in your scenario does it become Lord of the Flies, though? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, seriously, you're talking about sixth grade kids. Yeah, true. At what point does it become that? Let's just throw the little kids over the... Over the <laughs> The cliff. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be horrible, but but you get what I'm saying. I do get what you're saying. 
Imagine like, well, what what do they still do half day kindergarten for little kids? Those kindergarten I, kids aren't coming on the bus with sixth graders. I hope not. I mean, I don't know. Imagine the stuff that they would hear. Duty. <laughs> I don't think poopy. it's duty. It's not I, duty and poopy. I remember when I was uh, on uh, in school when I went to New Hanover, Upper Frederick when I was little. And I remember there was kids, there was Catholic kids from yeah. the Hill School and from other school. And they were older kids, like in senior the high. The Hill School? What are they doing on public? I don't, I, the Hill School, don't, do they have their own busing? Hill School is a place where you live. Well, maybe it was in Hill School. I don't know. It was something. It doesn't matter. Talking nineteen. How about Pope John Paul? <laughs> I don't know. It was, the, it was the early 80s. Come on, man. Pope so, John Paul II School. There was like kids in high school f- from some Catholic school. Yeah. That were on that on that bus with us. And let All me right. tell you some of the things that you learn when you're little in here. Come out, Virginia. Don't make me wait. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, right. <That's> it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're ready to start the show. Yeah. We got Are you big, done yammering? We got a big one. Are you done yammering about nothing? A lot of stuff. Okay. Let's see what we can do here. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Okay, there we are. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Exeter Underground episode number 40, Hyperlocal News and Analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is Kevin Fold. And we are here to inform, to titillate, and uh, hopefully amuse you. I, I, I'm hoping on this one we're going to open some eyes to people of, that, of exactly what's going on and how their rights are being infringed. I mean, dude, I hope so, because, I mean, I'm just, uh, I don't know, man, from the things I'm seeing on social media, I'm not, I'm not convinced that people are really getting what's going on. I, I, I agree with you, but you also have to understand that much like Reddit, there's a bunch of people, not a bunch, I mean, a handful of people that are very loud. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, you're making a valid point there. Right. So as we all know, is when you, when the whole society is controlled by insanity. <laughs> when a sane person speaks up, they're going to get attacked. Sure. Like I told you about on Reddit, what I had said to someone, you know what I mean? It's just, we live in an insane world where people don't even know that their rights are being infringed. Now I would be interested to know, especially about some of the things that they're talking about doing at the supervisors, which we're going to cover tonight, but also the deleting of a video and stuff like that is like, are they all registered Republicans on the board right now? Um, all five of them are. Yes, you could literally say they're right right wing authoritarians. Oh, there's like you don't have to say literally, but every, you just say they are right wing authoritarians. Right, but every week they give another example of yes. how they are. But when you say literally, you're kind of saying, well, you know it's like a proviso. No, they are right-wing authoritarians. I don't know that there's any way around it. Well, we've had Dave Vollmer tell another supervisor he's not allowed to have an opinion. We have a... Uh, we've had Dave Vollmer tell Dave Hughes, no, you're not allowed to have an opinion. Why do you have to be so damn negative? And then we have we have people working for the township that clearly don't understand the First Amendment. <laughs> Or possibly don't care. Right. Uh, and then supervisors that don't care about the first minute, which we've seen with what, that is what happened with cool. you. I mean, Betsy's comment last the other night. Wow. Is that the first minute? First Amendment? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Literally. And you're insane for asking that question. <laughs> insane. Is that, is that the First Amendment? Yeah. 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 So what would we like to cover first, Kev? Do you want to go into this First Amendment issue, or do you want to get into the RHM uh, uh, presentation? I think we should do the RHM one, but our listeners should know also that we are both compiling clips, and if we are actually to play all the clips, 
that we would probably have a four-hour show. Oh, minimum. Of the ridiculousness that was the last meeting. Yeah, I mean, we really had to whittle it down, and I have it down to two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven. I sent you eight. I think it was eight. I still had the you paper did. at home. You did, but but and that was like only some of those are a couple of those are things that I ran together mm-hmm. because you really. <laughs> this is the first time you contributed clips. You told me like second from, time, Jerry. From tw- second I'm time. sorry, from 2756 to 2812, and I'm like, screw that. You need you need front and back, and in the front and back, I would see that it will run into another one of your clips. Yeah. So it could it could actually be 14 just based on what we came up with. And it was a point yesterday or today, rather, this morning when I was doing clips. Like, God damn, this is enough. Yeah. I only, it's going to bore people. I only pulled halfway through the show, too. Or through, yeah, the show. Halfway through the... It was a show, wasn't it now, people? Yeah. Uh, halfway through the meeting. I watched it that night, the whole damn thing. And then I went through to watch it again to pull, the, pull some clips. And I only was able... I had to... I had to do some things, and I didn't. Some things? Well, I don't want to get into it. Okay. <laughs> had to do some things. Had to take care of ting. Take care of some things with mm. with bags of lime. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so let's go into RHM. So uh, the RHM folks were there mm-hmm. to give an update. Yes. On how things were going. Oh, that's what they were supposed to be doing? That is what they were supposed to be doing. I thought it was a Craig, Craig Poole sermon on himself. Mm. So it, they were there to report how business was going, how many parties they've booked, and, and mm-hmm. to give information on uh, expenses. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. They Is it necessary... To say how much you're spending because you're trying to build a business. I don't care what you're spending. Well, I actually went into that in my public comment, didn't I? Yes. So perhaps we should play that first. Play that comment first and then we'll go off of that. All right. Then it'll work. Jerry likes hearing his own voice, too. I do love my own voice. (laughs) Everybody does. I'm a total narcissist. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. New device. Jerry Gelf, 106 Michelle Drive. Uh, rising to speak to a couple of things. Number one, in, in keeping with the spirit of the First Amendment, I think you should be voting down this uh, meeting conduct policy, trying to tell people what it is they can say, how they can say it, is as is, is anti-First Amendment as you can get. <laughs> And I would urge you to well, who's laugh- that Was that Hughes laughing? Now, the R- RHM presentation that we're going to get, it's got... I have no idea who's laughing there. Somebody, I don't think Dave Hughes was laughing at what you were saying. All I know is, is that Ted wasn't looking at you when you were talking. Well, we found that out later, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And I was paying attention to that, too. Mm-hmm. I was noticing who was and wasn't He doesn't watching. pay attention. If anyone's saying anything he doesn't like, yep. he doesn't look at them. No, so so while I was up there, neither he or Michelle were looking at me. Yep. George was looking mm-hmm. and, and actually at points writing notes. Mm-hmm. Vollmer was looking. Yep. Hughes was looking. Yep. Okay. The other two not looking at me. And that was also when Conrad was speaking as well. Yes. I noticed it then too. I noticed it for him as well. Back to the clip. A bunch of info in it. But... Uh, I'm not interested in that info. They're a private business. We don't have to know everything that they have going on, the investments they've put in. What we do need to know is what our tax money is paying for, what improvements we are making to that building, to that uh, facility. That is what we, the taxpayers, should know. I don't care what they're spending. They're in a business. They should be making investments to improve their business. I don't care what they're spending, but I do care what we're spending. Yeah, and I would like that information released. Got a little applause. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Elf. <laughs> and that's the point: is that this is this is exactly the point that you tried to make, and I so agree with it. Is because that's their money. If yeah. they want to invest fifty dollars or five hundred thousand dollars, that's their business and their money. 
the issue that the taxpayers should have on, on, on sadly a lot of them are lemmings it's our money and how that's being used that that we need to know about. That's right, and that's one of the reasons why Ted or, or uh, yeah Ted uh, Dave Hughes is asking the questions that he that he does, and people don't like that because they think he's a big meanie. But the issue is is I don't give a shit what Craig Poole and RHM is spending. I really don't. Not the I least. don't care how many people they've hired. I don't care anything about what they're doing. They're a private business. And, and like we said with the 75 or eight split that they're doing, it's a private business. I would do the same thing if I was Craig. Now, I wouldn't do the same thing as, as Craig is get up there and, and, and ramble on like he does. But no one, we sh- no taxpayer should really care unless they're like, okay, we're putting money, we're, we're putting money into our investment to make sure our investment succeeds. Yeah. End of story. You don't need to get up there and give a sermon how you're a great guy and how you're not mean and you don't post mean things and, and this guy and him right and just uh, we can get into or do we have any clips on on Craig's rambling? Uh, well, sure we do. I mean, the one that I sent was the some of them, but yeah, man, I, I just he should not do that again. Um, yeah. Well, we'll start with one of them where he uh, in, in the beginning of his little chat session no the spirit of being transparent as we can uh we heard about this meeting today and the question came up about how much everybody spent and what did we spend so we who asked that? put together what we spent our money on i didn't ask but you know what i don't care what anybody says no. okay i i don't know of anybody that was asking what they're spending this was a PR move by the RHM people oh, yeah. to come in and say, oh. look how effing great we are. We spent X dollars on this. We spent X dollars on that. Yeah. Bow down and kiss the feet. It's not, it, it, it's inappropriate. It really is inappropriate to do this because I don't give a shit what you're spending. Yeah, I, th- I also think a part of it is is that they feel, like I said to you when uh, before we started the show, when a, when a person's running a company or they own a company, they don't like being questioned. Okay. Yep. The problem is is that when you're in when you're in an agreement with another company and it just has to be a public entity like Exeter Township and the taxpayers, right? You're gonna whether you Craig Bud, you're gonna have people that don't like what you're doing. It's just the same reason why some people don't like tomatoes. You know what I mean? You they're not gonna like what you're doing. You're not there's no way that you're going to make everybody happy. Just like I was talking to a coworker to this morning and her kids go to Exeter too. And I was like, listen, Christy Holler, what are you going to do? You shut school down, you're going to piss people off. If you don't shut school down, you're going to piss people off. She's not going to win. Right. That's part of business. But what Craig does is just, well, we can go and continue playing the clip. I just don't, I don't, he made, he did not look good. On. And we, I, we don't have to go over it because I agree with him back here that uh, it's really that was me. Nobody him. else's, but he we want to be transparent so people understand what we're doing. And said him. He knows very goddamn well who I am because when I walked in, he got my eye and he went like he waved at me. Yeah. He knows very well who I am. Yeah, yeah. I agree with him. <laughs> him. You're a taxpayer. Yeah, I agree with him. I just, I, I was just, okay, maybe you forgot my name. I don't see how you forget my name. Yeah. Fuck okay. you. <laughs> but him, it, I just, I kind of took it as a shot and I went, oh God, why does this effing guy have to do this? <laughs> why does he have to do that? What did you, I do to him? And you wonder why I I didn't. gave him $11 million. You wonder what, why. What, what's going on? You wonder why I didn't come with you to that meeting? They would be like, yeah, and them's over theirs. <laughs> Those two guys over there. <laughs> Those two jerk-offs. Hey, go get Billy the Knife and take care of them. But Whoa. I don't say anything mean, or I'm not a mean guy, so I don't post mean things. But those two jerk-offs over there, hey. And this guy. <laughs> so this was another part of uh, Poole's speech. Wherever we want to send them, right? So I can send them to... to uh, the Goggle Works. We're going to open up a restaurant there. You'll read. 
We're going to open up a restaurant there. We're going to open up a restaurant here. We're going to open up a restaurant everywhere. Like We don't need to know these details. We don't need to know that you spent $200,000 in salaries because you know what? That is not an investment. Salaries are not an investment in a property. They're an investment in your business. That's why I'm saying that this was a great big look at me thing. Right. He's blowing up his own balloon is what he's doing. Correct. Read about it. We have, we're the priority um, cater. We can send them to Burke's Nature, wherever we want to send them. We thought, okay, we could send people here because we have the ability to send money and people to Exeter to help build this thing up and to get it going and get it live again. For us to do that, it has to be presentable. You can't. So this is where he makes the false equation of if something falls, you got to fix it anyway. Like if we weren't in that building uh, and something went wrong, you'd have to fix it anyway. Yeah, but because you are in that building, it counts as our costs for your business. Like get this through your head. Yeah, he also, also another point is, is that, listen, know what, like we said, I I don't think he's understanding that we don't care how much he spends. Yeah. He's just doing it to fluff himself and yeah. what RHM is doing. And I understand it. It's like a used cars uh, salesman telling you how great this car is as anti-lock brakes. What car doesn't have anti-lock brakes nowadays? You Mine know I mean? doesn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Yes. He's blowing his own balloon. He's blowing up his own balloon. It's such a salesman thing to do. It is. I know I was one oh, for oh, 30 oh, years. Very good. I know it's a third. I was one for 30 years. I understand it. But the point is, is just that he just over embellishes and he starts rambling and he gives you he gives you that used car salesman feel because as a student of humans i know when they're bullshitting and whether he's saying i'm not saying the man's lying what i'm saying is he's blowing up his own balloon by constantly rambling and go back and watch the video and you and i talked about this before the show yeah. as a student of humans Watch their body language. Watch his hands. Watch him fiddling with the paper. Watch how his hands, it's like he almost like drank 80 cups of coffee. You know what I mean? He's doing this because he feels like insecure about the situation. And he's probably, I don't feel insecure about the situation. I'm Craig Poole. You're not listening to me. You don't like being questioned, so therefore you have to feel like you have to talk. It's almost like somebody that's producing a product that's inferior. Like you have to boost and you ramble. It's what liars do. I'm not saying Craig Poole's a liar or he's lying. What I'm saying is is when when you're talking with someone and they constantly ramble and ramble and ramble and ramble, they're bullshitting you. They're fluffing you. Yeah, I get it. I get it, but and and it's it's really it's it's crazy, it's absolutely crazy. And he's telling us shit that we don't even need to know, right? Because I I don't care. I I, I mean I'm I'm very and I'm glad you're in there. I wish the deal was better, right. but I'm glad you're in there doing yes. something. I've said it a hundred and ten thousand times, mm-hmm. right? However. Yep. I think that when it feels like to me, purely my interpretation, my opinion, as Ted likes to say, right? In my opinion, your First Amendment view. Those are those are bad words to say. In my opinion, Uh, you know, I, I just think that you're there talking up the product because you feel like if one person had anything bad to say, that everybody does, but. That's not the case. Like, he may have... See, I don't even want to go into that. I don't even want to go into that because I could make him look really bad, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't think either of us... I don't think we've ever said that we're against what RHM is doing. Ever. Yeah. Ever. We've said that they've done a deal that benefits them. They did and the smart a, thing and took advantage of stupid people. Like Dr. Borja. Ding, ding. But that's our point. Is that no? Well, but this is he's like a pretty girl, and that everyone thinks is pretty. Everyone thinks she's pretty, and then one dude is like, eh, "I don't think you're you're that, you're that hot." And I'm she, not. Oh, oh just I. And then you go. She goes on a 15 minute ramble about how hot she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, he just rambles, and his body language is real. It just he just made himself look really, really bad. 
Next time, have your boy who's the lawyer come up and give you the numbers and shut up and walk away. Or don't give the numbers. At all. Just tell us. Like, if you want to release something, Everybody wants tell to us. Oh, no, yeah. No, <laughs> so, so just tell us, okay, we booked uh, uh, here for, for the first quarter of 23. We did X thousand yep. dollars. That's it. Or you don't even need to do that. Be yes, like, you do, because we need to have we had, need to have some kind of a mind of it. True. We booked this many weddings. We booked this many parties. We booked this. We did this. And this it's going pretty well. Good. And instead, he stood up there for what seemed like 45 minutes and then starts talking about himself and then bashing Dave Hughes and, and everything. And I'm just like, dude, you just had a bad look. This is the part again, again, and again. These people all sit in a room. And just listen. Less is more. <laughs> Less is more. I don't need to know that you spent two hundred thousand no. in salaries. I don't need to know that you spent eight thousand no. dollars in food. I don't need to know any of that. Give me the big number, okay? Mm-hmm. And that way I can go, okay, twenty five percent of that. Let's make sure we're not getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. Whatever that the township is not screwing it up is what I should say because I don't think anybody's I don't think Craig Poole's ripping anybody off. No. Okay, before some asshole in Exeter says, "Oh, listen to what he said." Yeah, I don't think anybody's ripping anybody off. However, I don't think that there are people in the township building that can add one plus one. I do think there are major problems there. So just give us the number and let us look at that. I don't care about your costs. Spend $80 billion. I don't care. I, I want to clear things up just because you've done this before and we had to do this before. When you say in the township building, you mean the supervisors, not necessarily. the No, I mean the, the people who do the accounting. Right. Because, they're, because Dave Hughes pointed out numerous mm-hmm. spots where things have been screwed up. Oh, yeah. And based on that, I've got questions. We also have a supervisor that thinks that one person is keeping up four or stopping four from doing what. Yes, that one is greater than four. Yeah, four that is clear. And by the way, mm. well in process on the T-shirts. There you go, Fred. Because it was it Fred that asked you? Yeah. yeah. The guy's doing the mock-ups. Uh, this is my fault, partially. So, you know, for you, Fred, and for anybody else who might be looking for a four Gator one or Dufresne t-shirt, uh, I took about a week and a half to get back to this guy. Then when I got back to him, he missed the email. I finally got back with him, and he's doing the mock-ups now. Good. Hopefully a couple of weeks. Yeah, I just, I just don't. Here's the thing, and this is proving what I'm saying when people, when less is more. Like if you sat in lecture hall, I've sat in a bunch of lecture halls when I was in college, right? So if you have a lecture that's four hours long compared to a lecture that's a half an hour long, which one are you going to have more questions on? Which the, which one are you going to be able to pick more things apart on? Of course, the four hours because sure. there's more variables. The guy talked for four hours, so the more the person, guy picked his nose, the guy all kinds of things happen, right? So the more a person talks, the more you're able to pick apart. If we had a two minute show compared to an hour and a half show, how many people would you know? Can we piss more people off in an hour and a half, or can we do it in two minutes, depending what we say? Wait a minute. You get what I'm saying. Are you saying that we're not pissing enough people off? Well, we might have to step it up a little bit. <laughs> but, like, less is more. And he just talked and talked and yeah. talked and talked. And then he, when his balloon was obviously full, that's when he started bashing Dave Hughes. Well, we're not even going to be here. Why would we do this investment? That's coming up. I was just like, dude, just shut up. I talked to somebody who had a conversation with him afterwards, Mm. and the guy told him, Craig, for your sake, like, don't come back here anymore. Like, you really don't need to do this. And guaranteed, next time he has to do a presentation, he's going to say, oh, a taxpayer told me I'm not allowed to come back here and I shouldn't come back. Oh, yeah, and we're going to get on that one, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so here we come. Send people in in a a broken-down hotel. business so certain things have to be reopened that's just common sense we're not going to walk in if we could send them to to uh the goggle works and it's in better shape than reading country club i don't know of a single person who said i don't want to uh, uh i i don't want to get this property functioning no was- i do know people who have said like me hey township Tell us what you're spending because right. that's my goddamn money. Right. And it's going to cost a lot of money to get it up to code. I remember this conversation we had on the show. Yeah. And I remember agreeing 
with Craig Poole and the guys from RHM saying that to bring that restaurant up to code, that it passes state inspections because they have to go through state inspections. It's going to cost a lot of money. That's the issue. Why? This is the part with our society that drives me absolute apeshit is that if you're asking financial questions, how much things are going to cost people, they think you're mean or you're attacking them because you're asking how much some, okay, I'm for this. Well, how much is it going to cost? Why would you ask that? Right? You're such a mean person. Why are you attacking? I'm not a... T- you You're know what? such a jerk off. We talked about this. I, my wife and my kids and I were talking about this at dinner because I said to my wife, I said, you know, I've dealt with this for over 20 years. One of her... One of her she's not friends with a girl anymore. But I, she... We don't agree much on anything. But I was always very nice and trying to give my opinion. I never in, insulted her or anything. But if you had a different opinion than her... She, she literally used to say to me, why are you attacking me, Kevin? I thought we were friends. Oh I'm like, God. I'm not attacking you. I just don't agree with you. And this is a society that drives me insane nowadays. Is like you can't even, you can't even have a different opinion. And so people attack you. So you know what I would do to that woman? And I don't I don't mean, like, dude, they'll literally call you all the names in the book. I've been called everything underneath the sun. People that I had known my entire life when I was, when I was, Picking apart about Obama's agenda when he was running and parts of his book, right? Yeah. You're a racist. Oh, so you've known me for my entire life and now suddenly I'm a racist? Are you kidding me? And this is the crap that society does. If you don't like Barack Obama and his policies, well, it has to be because he's, and he's not even black. Because he's black. He's Arab and he's white. Leave him alone. But this is society nowadays. Like if you're questioning how much RHM or not even RHM, we're not. We're not even questioning, questioning the township. Right, we're, we're questioning them because they won't, won't refuse. They right. refuse to give us information. Yep. But the, that's what we're questioning. But see, the point now is that we're not even questioning RHM how much money they're spending, and we're still told that we're attacking RHM. Yeah, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Like you're, these people are not serious. Like just. It's almost if we wouldn't have a show if we ignored them. So it's true. Continue. All right. We'll send them to Gaga Works. So we said, well, let's get this fixed. And these fine supervisors and now the, the township manager work with us to help get the property presentable. It had to be presentable anyways. They put up a wall. The wall fell down because we're. I think they're talking about an outside like flower bed wall. Yeah, probably. For, for the record. Humpty Dumpty was sitting on it, too. <laughs> Dave Hughes was sitting on it and knocked it over. <laughs> I'm surprised that Craig Bastard. didn't say these fine four supervisors. Well, well, if you saw his his body language, he pointed in this direction. Yeah. And Dave sits over to the right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There, they fixed it up. But it had to be fixed up no matter what. If you want to sell it, if you want to do something with it, 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 it demands certain things have to happen. But yeah. it gets put on your account, Craig. I mean, that's the truth. You're the new tenant, even though you're not actually paying any rent. Like if that's what the if that's oh, wait, what the contract, they are paying rent for office space. Right. If that's if that's the contract that the township brought up with them, that any additions, excuse me, I should have bleeped that one out. Um, any additions or any uh, improvements to the property is all underneath the, the person that's control of it. Then, yeah, it's right. all in hit. They're on. It's on their tab. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I mean, like we're spending money for them to get their business rolling. Mm-hmm. It goes in my mind. It goes on their tab. It should. But, or they're not going to take it over. Nobody's going to do it. You're, and you're going to sit there with a vacant building that's going to have cobwebs and no activity. This hotel or this Reading Country Club, it had no heartbeat and, and pulse in it. None. 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 It hasn't been breathing the building for five over five years. For a business to work, you got to put a heartbeat and pulse in. That's what we did at downtown Reading, where everybody said they wouldn't come there. It's full all the time. And it, and it comes to come. My hotel's full. It's also, great. You also, another way to tell when someone feels, what's to say, inadequate or insecure or their blood, you can tell their blood pressure is rising just by the way they breathe. <clears throat> now everyone's going to, instead of me coughing, they're going to hear. 
Yeah, I know. Oh, it's, oh. no, but li- you can listen to how he's breathing. Did he just run thing. around like the, around the, the building and then started commenting? You can, have, <laughs> you can tell. It, it sounds to me like he might be nervous. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's nervous. He's insecure about what he's speaking about. Yeah. Or he feels bad or guilty about what he's talking about. I don't know about bad or guilty. I think he's just nervous about going up there and, give, and giving uh, giving away secrets. I mean, for, for lack of a better term. I, good for him for wanting to be transparent, but I don't give a shit about your transparency. Right. And we don't want to know. And, actually, and if, I don't, if we don't want to know. Right? <laughs> it's your money, dude. I don't care. Don't tell me what to do with my money. I won't tell you what to do with yours. How's right. that? They come from all over the country, and it's talked about all the time. We, we're an Exeter. We wanted to come here to help Exeter. We're not doing this because we want money, trust me. This is not a money gig. This was a let's go help people in the community, and how do we turn this here around for them? I don't need any more money. My wife's like, this is my retirement program. She's like, I don't need any more money. This is not about money. Okay, here's my deal. Then my proposal to you, let's flip the contract to where we get 75 and you get 25. Right. Is it about money now? Mm. Oh, because you're losing money, it'll be about money? Oh, okay. Now you know how I felt, Craig. <laughs> well, you're you're just being mean. I'm you're, being a hater. I don't know why I know. you're attacking Craig Poole. But, but don't make this ridiculous claim it's not about money because it's always about money. This is, I think, one person, I think a lot of people that have known me for a really long time know I'm able to, to fly at like 32,000 feet. And look at things from an impartial. I heard you had a sky. I heard you have a sky at thirty-one-five. But go ahead. <laughs> but I can look at things from whether it's going on with Democrats or Republicans or whatever, and look at a situation and give my opinion just how things look at the face value right. and how it's perceived, just like how Ted is perceived in the in the township as uh, less. Right. Uh, 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 what's the word that I use? What do I say? He's <laughs> less popular than cancer. Go ahead. Right. But I, I think when people are going to say, well, you guys are attacking Craig Poole. No, we told him he did. He didn't have to do this. We're also saying that he shouldn't have done this. Yeah. And then when he continued to do it, he shouldn't do it again. Yeah, he should. He, like, he really should. What is the problem with constructive criticism these days? I don't understand. Like, in the previous meeting... When whoever said, oh, maybe we should have the RHM people here. I remember thinking to myself, no. Why would you? Why? You know what this diatribe sounds like? When they were trying to sell the public on them getting the deal done. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. This almost sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Like, oh, we're, you, we're this. I'm coming here to do this great thing for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. For you, it's, it's about building relationships. It's not about money. All right, let's flip that contract then. Yeah, Is it about money now? Yeah, do you care about the community when you're only getting 25%? Yeah, if you're losing money, do you care about the community? Listen, and this is the thing. Again, for the for the thick-headed people, it's a private business. If he's if they did the deal, I wouldn't I would do the same deal. The same thing 100%. that Dr. Borja did. Um you're in business to make money. Dr. Borja, by the way, who I officially met on Saturday at the Blue and White Duels, hell of a nice man. Is he? Yes, he is. Good for him. Yeah. Never met the man. And obviously, and me, a, I said, obviously a business genius. <laughs> you know, I think that if Patrick Borja really channeled it and, and had the, the, the access to the capital, like we wouldn't be talking about Elon Musk. We'd be talking about Patrick Borja. There you go. Especially with that deal that they did with the township. Why are you doing this? I said, because you have people. I can do it and I want to turn it around for people. That's why we're doing it. We're not doing it here for some game of of uh, misgivings or whatever. We don't, we don't have any motive. Who accused you of misgivings? Yeah. Who accused you of that? Yeah, I don't, I don't. Somebody on social media said something mean. Somebody on social media who I don't know, who may be a mental patient, said something mean. Yeah. God. We don't make enough money here to do it. but we. Oh, now we don't make enough money. It's not about the money, but we don't make enough. <laughs> I can't even buy new shoes because we don't make enough money on this. Look at the hole in the knees of my pants. We do know this. I know I'm, I'm the right guy. guy. I know I have the right team. We've hired a lot of people to surround this. We've made a commitment as well as you have made a commitment to make it presentable on one side. You have made a commitment to your business so that you can make money. And there is nothing 
wrong with that. No. That's what we all want to do. Stop with this self-righteousness. Ding, ding, Kev. Oh, good Lord. Stop with this. I'm all about everybody else. It, there's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting. Greed is a good thing. I don't care what anybody says. Just be honest about it. That's the part that, it, that's why you can tell, that's why his hands are clamoring. That's why he's rustling the paper. That's, that's what's eluding people. That's why he's looking, When, if you noticed, he when he started making his little presentation and about a quarter of the way through it, he turned and started talking to the audience. Yeah. Right? You can tell, just, I'm telling you, this like the articles are fine, but the comments are the best part. Literally watch people when they speak, and you can learn the things I have in the last 30 years. It's just awesome to watch because then you, you literally just, you can you can tell more by watching them than you can listening to them. What? I was too busy watching you. Inside, <laughs> you have to know that we made a, per- you. We made a commitment with manpower, with salespeople, with chefs. We've already hired people. Who's he talking Probably. to? Like, literally, who's he talking to? That one person that pissed him off on next door that no one's on? I don't get it. Like, this is the part he's blowing up his own balloon, like, over and over. He just, and he's rambling. My God, is he rambling? Yeah. He's like a used car salesman trying to sell you a lemon. And I'm not saying he's selling a lesson. He's doing a fine job. They're doing what they need to do. No one cares. What do I have to do to put you inside of this 86 rusted Yugo? (laughs) Oh, maybe $200,000 worth of labor already. And we started. There it was. I don't care. I don't care if it was 800,000. I don't care if it was 800 million. And here's the thing. Just shut up about it. I think most of the people in Exeter agree with us because most of the people in Exeter are never going to go to the RCC. They're never going to go. Unless they open the restaurant, then I think people will go. But not even a majority. No, because you're trying to. No, you're right. You're right. I don't even think over. I don't think over 30% of the people would go. They wouldn't. So who's he talking to? He's talking to Dave Hughes and you and me. <laughs> kind of. In certain things of ours. Or as I'm known, him. him. <laughs> so it's right. We just put $12,000 into a wedding room. So we Don't care. Those weddings. Okay, there's another question that I saw people bringing up on social media. Okay. On the examiner's Facebook page. Did he get permission for that? To hmm. do that with the building? Because yeah, right. the contract apparently calls for any changes for him to get permission from the township. Well, Ted, from gave, the Ted, Ted gave him permission. He doesn't count because he's bald. <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> he's a bald asshole. We're not putting a lot of money in because I was told last time I was here wow. by this guy here. He this said, guy here. There it is. Guy, calling they, Dave Hughes, this again. guy here. So 288000 This is so elitist bullshit, too. Well, we put this money. We didn't put much money. You know, only two hundred eighty-eight thousand eh, dollars. It's not a little money. I, I dropped that in change last year. You know what I mean? Let me see what I got in my pocket here. <laughs> right? We don't have this. 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 Pennies. Do you know how much I spend on shoes every month? That's nothing. Two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars. I shit out every month. <laughs> but it's not about the money. But we just we just spent two hundred eighty eight thousand dollars on this. It's not a lot of money, but it's not about the money. It's not a lot of money. It's not about the money. Which is it? I'm getting a headache. I, I really am. I, I listening mean, to him at the end was, was I, I wanted to burst my own. Okay, I want to go back to this. Okay, just pull it back a little bit. Thousand dollars worth of labor already, and we started bringing in certain things of ours. So it's right. We just put $12,000 into a wedding room so we could close weddings. Good. We're not putting a lot of money in because I was told. You're investing in your business. Smart move. Yeah. Probably why you've gotten to the place that you are right now. That you're so successful and have so much money that you don't even need to do this for money. That it's not even much money. Ah. Ah. Yeah. told last time i was here by this guy here this guy here. he said you better be careful because this guy here is a township supervisor elected by the people of this township <laughs> I'm not whatever you- this guy you want respect give respect I, I i don't expect any from you sir so but long story short is he made a th- here's an idea here's an idea <laughs> it's an election year mm-hmm 
piss off one of the people who could be in control of the board in a few months. That's really smart. Yeah. This is the guy who said to me that he doesn't want to get involved in political things. Right. Okay. But is he ass there- deep in politics right now? Is it me? Oh, he has been for months. Asked, yes. Threat. He said, you better make sure you're doing this right. Or if I win, you're not going to be here after May. So why would we want to put a whole lot more money in when I have a guy right here okay. threatening me outside after he was mad at me because we had a conversation. And he knocked some woman. That's the day you knocked the woman over. And we. You knocked a woman over. Now he's making shit up. Right. He's making stuff up to fluff up the story. Yeah. If Dave's, Dave Hughes knocked a woman over, I guarantee you. Oh. The police would have arrested him. Yep. You knocked some woman over. No. What happened is Vinnie Bancone's sister claimed that Dave lunged at Vinnie. I remember that. But he wasn't arrested. No charges were filed. It must have been about nothing. Yeah. And this is now he's. And now it's 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 blown up and he's knocked a woman over. Yep. Just like he sexually harassed somebody, too, which everybody's still saying on. This is the disingenuous bullshit. That makes him look really, really bad. Yes. And this is the less is more, which he needs to shut his trap and just move on. Yeah. And when you when this is the part that also I thought about after this meeting is is like they listen. Dave Hughes also gives his little passive aggressive comments and everything. Yes, he does less is more, Dave. Yes, he I get does. it, but it's against his personality. But guess what? It's also against Craig Poole's personality. It's also against Ted Gardella's and George Bell and Michelle and Dave's. It's all against their personalities to not say passive aggressive stuff. But when you're a supervisor, you're a politician. So you're going to have people question you, kiddies. If you don't like to be questioned, you shouldn't have got in the political sphere. That's going to come so clearly into focus in a little bit. Right. So the same thing with Craig Poole. Now you're in bed with politicians, right? Yep. Are you not allowed to say anything against Bill Gates? Right? Are you not because allowed? Because you have a Windows computer. <laughs> <laughs> right? But this is my point is that they they... Craig Poole does not like to be questioned, and it was really stupid of him to try to bash Dave Hughes and say the, and lie and say the things that he did. Now, I mean, Betsy's all about suing people for libel. Could Dave do that to Craig Poole? Oh, that's coming up as well, isn't oh, okay. it? Okay, just checking. Just checking. Dude, it, it's... He just rambles. He looks bad. He continues to, to blow up his own balloon. Looks bad. And then he, try, then he insults. A supervisor, which makes him look bad. If you want to look better than Dave Hughes, shut up. Literally. That's political advice. You can send me a check for $35 each. Just shut up. I can't stand it. People bitch and complain, and then they do the same damn thing. And you, well, you Dave Hughes is a monster. Okay, listen, you may not like Dave Hughes. Let's say he is. But you all look like monsters. Who's the one who sued you? You all signed on to suing Jerry. You're of all monsters. You are all negative. Every single one of them. Michelle, George, Ted, and Dave. They all signed on to it to sue a journalist. You dumbasses. First Amendment rights. Journalists have different First Amendment rights than, well, nowadays citizen journalists all have it. But you don't know how to shut up. If you want to look better than Dave Hughes, then shut up. That's a, 35 hours. I'll give you my address. Just reach out. I, it pisses me off. Like, they all talk about people being negative. You're just as negative. And if you don't want to look negative like Dave Hughes does, then shut up. Ran over. Are you sure? Fuck you. Now it's over. I'm not there. And he made a threat. And I thought, Phew. I'm not, I'm not a little kid. You don't threaten me. Oh, uh, but now we have to be now careful what we're doing. Ass. I'm not a little kid. You don't threaten me. So should I interpret that we should always go around and threaten kids? <laughs> I mean, is that what that statement says? <laughs> we're, is that how we're supposed to live our lives, walking around threatening kids? Yeah, I guess. So. What does that mean? He's just. You know what's really sad is... When you listen to these people, just like me, like I told you, I didn't really pay attention to much going on in the township before. And then you hear these people and they come in and you're like, oh, the guy's from RHM. Okay. Seems respectable, professional. He's been there before. And then what they do are like, they're like a lumberjack cutting down trees. Like, you, okay. Oh, wow. And then the meeting goes by and you're like, okay, I don't, 
That's a little. That's one strike, and then the next meeting goes. Oh, it's two strikes, and then some meetings they're like that's three strikes right in a, in one meeting. Like I've lost all respect for all these people. Like they just do it to themselves. Go the the lesson. Just go about your business. Right. Shut up. One more Craig Poole, in, in which he supports something that I say all the time. I, but I tell you this, we could we could flip this and make it right for you. Tell you that. You mean flip the seventy five twenty five? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? But we won't because it's not about money. It's it's not about money. But uh, no, we can't do that. Maybe you're not a golfer. Maybe you don't like to eat at country clubs. That's your business. We're not. We're after the. Here's what we're after: golfers, people from country clubs, people that live further away. Oh, non taxpayers. You got it. Right. Okay. So then, you want to take. This golf course property, which every time somebody steps on the golf course, costs Exeter taxpayers $45 to $50. Okay? You want to take that and open it up to people from other counties from further away so that we can subsidize their golf. But also listen to what you say. Can you play play that clip again? I can. Back it up a little. Golfers. Golfers? People from country clubs. Country clubs? People that live further away. So rich people. Rich people. Golfers and country clubs. I can't afford to play golf even if I wanted to. Listen, when he starts going on, and I don't know if we're going to cover this or not, when he started talking about the underpricing of the... the, It's coming. Okay. So you're looking for elite people. You think all... You think some of the... Here, Craig. So when... And when that old lady that lost her husband, she's a widow... How about that old lady that Dave Hughes pushed over? <laughs> how about her? No, how about this? How about the 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 school taxes, the the school um, board mm-hmm. raised the taxes of that widow. Yep. That her house is paid off, mm-hmm. but she might lose her house, but she's tightened down. She's not going out to eat, she's not going to bridge, going out to lunch or whatever with her with her friends and stuff like that. So she's paying taxes, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't give a shit about her cuz she don't play golf. Right? She's not she's too old to drive. She can't drive to the country club That's to have right. brunch. So you don't give a shit about her or the rest of the taxpayers that can't afford to play golf or go out to brunch at the country club. This is so like, hey Biff, we're gonna play polo at the running country club. I say God, my, my such good an, man. Such an elitist thing to say. Well, we're not looking, you know, we're looking for people who like to play golf and we're looking for people who like to go to country clubs. Oh, okay. If so, if you drive a Ford, you can't do it. Only Audis, Mercedes, Jaguars, and all the BMWs and that shit. Right, Craig? I love how you're playing the class warfare thing against them. Oh, I'm really good at it because it's, I know. it's true. I know. Well, in this case, it's true. Yeah. So the poor people that live in Exeter Township, F you. Double tall me. Fuck you. To yeah. the Exeter people that don't play golf. Fuck you. To the people that don't want to go to the country club or can't afford to eat at the country club. So basically, it's about, he's leaning towards a what? 10% of Exeter Township to the rest of everybody else? He's like, fuck you. It's not about the money. Right. Advertisers, it's a legendary golf course. We're doing podcasts to, to build. It's a legendary a- golf course. Why, over on the 17th hole one time, Chichi Rodriguez, Rodriguez Rodriguez peed in the cup. <laughs> and the podcast must be real lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you think yours is so good? It's better than a podcast about the running country club. And Norm Sneed, he banged a waitress <laughs> against that wall. <laughs> Legendary. Put up the, the reputation and lift it up where it should be. It's a $45 rate golf club. It, should, it probably should be a $100 rate golf club. Then You're do getting, it. It's getting sold do it. short. Yes, because if you bring it to $100, we'll be just about square. In fact, we'll be making about 4 or $5 right. per do round. It. And then all those people that wanted the you know the 20 people that are all for the Reading Country Club, because yes. they're the only 20 people that play, like yeah. one of the dudes that comments, I would have loved to see seen his face when Craig said, you know, we should charge 100 Yeah. You know what, Craig? Make it 200 Make it two hundred dollars a round. You know what? I was talking about this when I, at, at dinner with my wife. I've I've played at golf. I used to play a lot of golf before I had back surgery, right? And I used to go with my friends on Saturday mornings and stuff. And some of the times it was like almost a hundred dollars for for greens fees. It's an outrage, right? Even I think Arrowhead was like sixty nine back in the day, and this is like 10, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. right? 
golf's an expensive sport. It is. <laughs> Make it two hundred dollars. If it's a legendary course, Craigie Pooh, make it two hundred dollars. You know what else? You'll really weed out the assholes at right? that point, right? And then all those people that get their special uh, tea times and everything, and you get these people commenting, be like me and five other people that play golf constantly because all I do is play golf and read. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> so good, good for you, buddy. Now you're gonna pay two hundred dollars a round. I'm good at a hundred. I think a hundred's good no, because no. if we can make if we can make it's four or legendary. Five dollars, Don't you know oh, how wait, to sell? Wait, it's wait. legendary. It's re- legendary. It's one hundred fifty. Oh shit! Two hundred. This is the negotiating. You're four hundred. I'm four two hundred. We'll meet in the middle of one fifty. Now to play golf at the Redding Country Club, it's one hundred fifty dollars a round. Sold. Motion passed. <laughs> four one vote. <laughs> because it's because small. Because nobody make your point. Yeah, right. He what did he? I said to Jerry when we were pulling clips. I said he almost called people small minded. Mm. Let play it again. Play, can you play that back. part again? Yes, we can. Because small. Because nobody sees ah. how big it really is. <laughs> he almost called people of Exeter that don't that aren't all for the small minded. It's probably the people that don't play golf. Probably the people that don't go to country clubs to eat to eat brunch, right? So, do you, do you listen to his elitist? I don't need the money. Two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars is not much money. We're looking for people that play golf. We're looking for people that like to come to country clubs. We're for people that like to have brunch at country clubs. We're we're not talking about the small minded people. You know the oh, I almost said the F word. The peasants. Like this shit pisses me off. Like I listen, I'm not rich. I don't come we didn't come from a lot of money when I was a kid, right? Other than the amount of money that my mom spent on boost. But that's a different story, right? I'm just saying this is that I understand and can see this shit from a mile away. Like he's just all about what he thinks he's gonna bring Exeter like this is Manhattan, baby. And Manhattan's not even that nice these days. But you listen to what he's saying. He's such an elitist douchebag. He's Judge Smales. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're not talking about you simpletons that don't like to play golf and don't like to go to the country club to eat. We're not talking about the people that, you know, make under $250,000. You losers. Uh, we're not talking about simple. T- I mean, we're not talking simpletons. He almost called the people of Exeter simpletons. Small-minded. Oh, small-minded. I call people simpletons. Get it right. Sorry. What's the worst? Simpleton? That's basically the same thing as a simpleton or a small-minded, right? Yes. Because you, people were mad at it. We're going to take away the anger and give it joy. Wait. wait. Because you, people were mad at it. How can you be mad at a country club, at, at a golf course? I know how. I'm not mad at a golf course. I'm not. I'm mad at the people running it. But the point is, is how can Craig not and the rest of these uh, asshole Ted and these guys not understand that there's people that don't play golf, they don't like to go to country clubs, and they're tired of paying higher taxes and it going into the black hole that is the Redding Country Club. You can't, oh my God, how are you against the Redding Country Club? I don't know. Maybe because I'm tired of paying high taxes and it going to bail out the country club. Well, we're trying to do things to make money. I get it. And how long is it going to be to, de- to get there? We're not mad at the country club. Let's be clear. We're no. not mad at the golf course. <laughs> gonna talk- we're mad at the debt. But more importantly, we're mad at the people who first bought this piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then secondly, at the people who have perpetuated the lousy choices to keep going and costing us money. That's what we're mad at, Craig. I've been mad at uh, at golf clubs before, but specifically holes like, <laughs> like the tenth hole. I mean, at the Spring I mean, Hollow. like the driver. The tenth hole at Spring Hollow. Hey, I'm mad at that. I was mad at that one for several years. <laughs> we're gonna take away the anger and give it joy. Um. <laughs> God, he's so sanctimonious. We're gonna take away the anger and give. We're it gonna joy. turn those. We're like Toys R Us back in the eighties. We're gonna turn those frowns upside down, kids. Just call me Jeffrey the the, the giraffe. <laughs> Toys R Us went out of business, and I bought every single uh, line and copyright that they had. <laughs> Turn those frowns upside down. Come in, to the Reading Country Club if you're elitist. In fact, we're going to change the name of the Reading Country Club to Golf R Us. <laughs> How many people do you think live in Exeter that have never been to the country club, 
and have never played golf. Dude, I will give you the <coughs> number supplied to me by Derek Sandritter, the former manager of the golf course. Derek, how many Exeter residents play this course every year? Jerry, between three and 400. That is the number of people that we are subsidizing. We're subsidizing everybody who steps on the golf course. Is that way to But it's three to 400 Exeter it, residents individual that play residents. golf. Individual yes. residents. Individuals. That's amazing, too. I wouldn't even think it's that high. I've lived in Exeter for this spring will be 18 years. And I've been to the Reading Country Club twice. Yeah. I've, I've, we went there for my... Uh, the opening. Uh, and right. field hockey. I wasn't there for the field hockey thing. Okay. I just dropped my kid off. But I was also, my wife had uh, her first baby shower there for our daughter. Okay. But yeah, that, the only time I've been there twice. But, but that's the point. I've never played golf there, ever. ever. That's the point. Three to 400 people a year use it. And we're subsidizing it with our tax money. Out of 25,000 plus that, people? That's the thing that I'm angry about. That's what I'm angry about. Mm-hmm. Charge 100 per. Yes. Get this off my it's, back. That's all I'm asking. I don't think it's a big ask. I really don't. It's legendary. The experience is legendary. Get it off my back. I'm just using Craig's word. I don't want to be negative. I got some Craig. monkey on my back, and its name is the Reading Country Club. Well, everybody knows that it's been, and it's been closed, and I get what they're trying to do. We're not against what they're trying to do. But if you're charging $45, that's solely being done because those people that play all the time but don't want to pay more. That's the truth. Jack it up to a hundred. Jack it up to a hundred. Why not? It's legendary. It really is legendary. Legendary is quite a word. It's not good. It's not great. It's not excellent. It's legendary. Because remember, Chichi Rodriguez <laughs> peed in the seventeenth cup. Jack Nicholson stopped there to take a dump before he went to Allentown Airport. Actually, that was in the 16th cup. <laughs> and if you look to your left, Jack Nicholson. We we bronzed it. Jack Jack Nicholas. There's Nicholas no, is the Jack is Nicholas the, Nicholson or whatever. Nicholson is the actor. Whatever. Nicholas is the uh Who golfer. cares? It was Jack Nicholson took his shit there too. <laughs> and Arnold Palmer. Yes. Gary, Earl, Gary Player. Earl Anthony got drunk at the Reading Country Club. He was a bowler. Yeah, but still. What's the, it's legendary. Greg Norman snorted Coke off the bar at the Reading Country Club. <laughs> That's the real golfer, right, Greg Norman? I got one of the shirts. That's the guy who's like, he smokes on the course and all that stuff. No, right? that's a, a, Greg Norman's like the Australian guy. Blonde hair. You're talking yeah. about the big fat dude that like, yeah, like tees off on a Miller Lite or some shit like that. Yeah. What's his name? He drinks. I, I don't know. He drinks a beer and he like now. he smokes during the during his round of play and all that stuff. He did that with Tiger Woods when he when Tiger right. Woods. Was, what the hell is his name? I I can't remember. I can see his face. He's a piece of work too, man. He's like drunk. He's a real drunk. guy. He's a man's man. <laughs> you want to take a little break? Yeah. Let's take a little break. Did we spend too much time bashing Craig? We really did. We weren't bashing him. Okay, maybe we weren't. So here's some music. Let's uh, go. Anytime now you want to start up. I'm good with it. They thought we were going to do rap music. No, they really didn't. (laughs) They never thought that once. Fuck you. Is there a reason why this goddamn thing is not playing? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, there is. I can play music if you want. Tell me why. Because the engineer is uh, a dope? How's that? I wouldn't say you're a dope. There it goes. We'll be back to the extra underground. Okay, folks, this one ran a little bit long, so I decided to split it into two parts. This is the end of part one. Go download part two now. Part two of episode 40 is available. Go get it.